All right, now it is time for our special guest today. We got the one and only Shakira Janae Pei coming on the show. And man, she's got a lot to talk about. She's yeah. uh, She dabbled a little bit into that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Universe. Yeah, provided a bunch of voices for that, which was a huge hit. Uh, actress, comedian, dancer, like she does it all, man. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to her. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Hell yeah. Hey, how are you today? Good, how are you? Uh, doing wonderful. It's myself, Dustin, and Logan today. Hey, how you doing? Hi, nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Well, thank you uh, so much for joining us inside the Crazy Ant Farm today. We're really excited to talk to you. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Awesome. We should say, and we'll get into it in a little bit, but we should say we we, we can't stop laughing at the sketch. Yeah, I mean, seriously. We, we watched it again just before the interview, and it is hilarious. Oh, yay! I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've got a favorite line, and we'll drop it for you in a little bit when we get into the interview. But there's a favorite line, and I just, every time I see it, I'm just dying. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear what your favorite line is. Um, and I feel like everybody has a different favorite line because like a few people are like, oh, I love this line. Oh, I love this mm-hmm. one. And I'm like, well, that's good. Good. Absolutely. Exactly. Well, it's loaded. It's loaded with them. I mean, there's a ton to pick from. So that's exactly. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we like to do first is kind of introduce you, if you will, to all of our listeners. You know, kind of talk about your background a little bit and how you got started in the industry and how that kind of came about, and then talk about some things that are important to you and kind of things, and then lead into all of your projects and kind of go from there. Okay. Awesome. I, I, first of all, I, I just want to I, I want to say that that when I, you know doing the research and reading the bio and everything on you kind of jumped out at me. I too was a, a raised by a single mom, so that kind of immediately jumped right out at me. Yeah. Um. I know. I know yeah. that situation can come sometimes be a hard one. I lost my dad early as well, so um that 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 just uh, kind of really sorry, jumped yeah. out at me and um. I'm always amazed to see how people deal with that. I think that situation can either hold you down or elevate you, and it's nice to see that people can can elevate themselves and and use that to get you know where they're at. And so I commend you on that. Congrats on that. Thank you. And, um, yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, I definitely say that. Uh, I mean, because everybody has some different things, you know, happen in their life, and um, you can you know use that to elevate you or help you grow or to keep you stuck. And I feel like, you know, I lost my dad at a young age, but he did implement, you know, a, a lot of positive things before he um, died. And um, my mom, she always, you know, had a, kept the home loving. Like, so even when we were struggling or even when things weren't, you know, peachy, over peachy, we had love in the home. So mm-hmm. that just keeps you as a child encouraged to still believe that there is more out there for you. And um, I had the privilege of being able to, like, travel with my, my uncle sometimes. So, like, I could see the world a little bit and know that it's more to the world than Baltimore and, you know, a single mom and the struggle. So Absolutely. to just be able to be that at a young mm-hmm. age definitely encouraged me to um, be strong and, like, go after my dreams. That's that's fantastic, and clearly your mom's supportive even through all the struggle and and stuff. And it's wonderful that you bring up the ability to travel with your uncle and everything. That's great. So is that where the love for yeah. I want to act and dance came from, or is that just something you just knew right away, or how'd that start? Yeah, I mean, there was no like one moment where I was like, I want to like. There's no definitive moment in my memory of wanting to do it. I remember my dad used to record videos, like the house, you know, the home videos. But not everybody recorded everything back in that time. So that's true. <laughs> and I always loved being in front of the camera because I had been doing that since I was like two. And then even when I got a little older, I said to my mom, I was like, I want to dance, I want to perform, I want to be on stage. 
teach and she put me in dance class and and that just helped you know helped me get comfortable with being in front of people and um, being on a stage and and then I was like I still like this so I mean there came a point where I like <laughs> had a dramatic moment in high school where my track coach was like you need to choose theater or dance I mean theater or track oh. and I was just like I banged the locker like super dramatic like, oh, what do I pick? <laughs> Theater or track. <laughs> so I like running track too, but then I was just like, I think theater. I have to be in the theater. So, like, <laughs> it was excited. Um, and I was like, yeah. all right. Now, I'd like to sing enough to not be a 12-season athlete. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I say that you're inspired by some amazing actors and comedians like Steve Carell, Jada Pickett-Smith, and Regina King. Those are all some phenomenal people to look up to is there a certain moment or a certain like speech they gave to where you're like oh yeah that's the footsteps i want to follow i feel like i'm just being a black woman and like what i grew up watching mm-hmm. regina king was always on my tv and jada pinkett smith and like you know movies from like set it off to waiting to exhale mm-hmm. movies where you get to see a black female protagonist so those those people were just like always they like you know there and I was like okay that was the representation I had and uh, I remember watching you know maybe Regina like Friday or something and being like oh she's funny I like that mm-hmm. and um for like Steve Carell I mean I mean come on The Office right, yeah. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Office is amazing it's like the best show on in TV history uh, at least comedy wise in my opinion like at least my favorite um but yeah, so I watched The Office. It was like the, and this was before Netflix, so mm, the, mm-hmm. the first uh, DVD series I purchased, and it was, um, yeah, I was like, I love comedy. I love watching this type of stuff. I mean, I think I watched Austin Powers as a kid and stuff, and loved that. And I liked comedy a lot. I didn't realize I would be doing comedy, but I did like watching it, and I did enjoy doing bits with friends and stuff like. You know, like one day we're rappers, and then another day we're like dancers. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like and the, you know, like and we're just like annoying, making up stuff in the hallway, and then like I don't know, just like random. Today I'm a lawyer. Like I don't know, just put on characters and playing in school, and that was just normal to me. I was like, oh, but you know, when I got older, I was like, oh, you're just always doing stupid bits. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, okay, the obvious question has to come because we know theater and dramatic arts. And what do you find harder, drama or comedy? Uh, and, and what's your approach, the differences in those? Um, oh, they're so different. But I would say comedy, at least the style I do, um, improv is hard sometimes. You're making up stuff in the moment. You're writing jokes on your feet. And... You know, the thing is with comedy, you get the instant gratification or you get the instant notification that it's not hitting, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, uh, yeah, that's true. If you don't get the laugh, it wasn't funny. Yeah. Like, All right, let's try again. You just got to stick yourself back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. got to imagine, yeah, the but, silence when a joke doesn't hit has got to be like the worst feeling yeah, ever, Yeah, you're like, right? well, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you feel it. Your skin is like... Okay, that didn't work. So then, but you, especially with improv, because you're performing with the group, you can't get stuck on the this right, right. work because you all move forward. So, and you're going to hold your teammates back. So there are moments where you're like, okay, try it. It didn't work. Nobody left. Okay, that wasn't funny. I thought it was so funny. Okay, I got to move on. Like, you don't have really time to, like, grieve the yeah. L. I feel like with stand-up comedy, it's just you on stage. So when you do take an L, it, you feel it. It's nobody. <laughs> you can't blame anybody yeah, else. Yeah, so seriously. Like, it's like, 
if it didn't, if it wasn't funny, oh well. But um, I do think um, in that aspect, comedy can be a little more challenging. But mm-hmm. also, um, I mean, you get the instant, yes, you get this, da 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 Drama, you just have, I don't, for me, I can tap into things like that have happened in my life and, mm-hmm. and get to that emotional place. And it doesn't necessarily feel good, but um, yeah, I think it's a, sometimes it's easier to tap into. But I did just shoot a movie in Oakland and it was like, <laughs> okay, so we had these two little pit bulls, like these uh, baby <laughs> Oh, goodness. And they were technically, yeah, and we're in a fight, and the one pit kept jumping out of the cage and running between my legs. Oh, and no. I'm like, you know, fighting. Yeah. And it's the cutest little dog, and I'm like, y'all, like, I'm trying to be dramatic right now. And then the wind is <laughs> Right, you're like so the dog. <laughs> flying off my face, and the dog is running around my legs, and I'm like, <laughs> I'll take myself seriously right now. So, you know, sometimes they're both hard and, <laughs> and fun and challenging. Absolutely. You know? And a clearly well-rounded. And like I said, we're going to talk about the stuff with the, with the comedy troupe that you have. And you got the new Netflix movie, which mm-hmm. is a much darker tone and a more yeah. serious tone. So uh, c- clearly well-rounded in your ability to perform both. And I'm excited to talk about those. Yeah, seriously. Um, Showing the range a little bit. Absolutely. I also wanted to jump into a, a couple of things because there's some stuff that really ju- that I want to talk about that, that is kind of important right now, I, I feel like. Um, we'll get to the fun yeah. stuff, the food and the travel. But well, another thing that kind of jumped out was the prison reform. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when you talk about your uncle being convicted at a young age for something that he did do, and I like, I love the the honesty and the approach of which you you bring it up that he did mm-hmm. do, but that it the the punishment far outweighed the actual crime yeah. that he committed. And even after he had mm-hmm. paid his time still had that target as always being, you know, somebody that's never looked at the same again. Yeah. Um, let's talk about yeah. that a little bit because that is a, a, a problem that, that that's rampant right now. It continues to be a problem. Yeah, definitely. Trust us, we're in South mm-hmm. Mississippi right now, so we see it on an everyday basis down here. Um, it's tough, e- even now in 2019, yeah. to, to have this conversation. Um, so how did, what, what did you get? How are you involved in that? Uh, what are some things that you do? And, and let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it is an ongoing thing and it gravely impacted, I would say, um, the African-American community. Um, I mean, I, I see it so much within like my family and even with my uncle and, you know, um, seeing him put in jail for 15 years over, you know, something, a crime, but like, you know, he had a gun on him and, um. You know, so, anywho, but he didn't know, like, he didn't kill anybody, nothing, you know, like, the charge was just, when I think about it, and when I think about if it was somebody else, would that have happened? And I know, just systematically, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the same. And personally, I mean, sometimes I go and I, um, I go to Black Lives, Lives Matter meeting, um, I donate to the ACLU, um, and, I mean, I think having the conversation about prison reform and, like, educating yourself is, like, the first step. Like, hey, this is a problem. How do I help? Mm-hmm. Okay, I signed this petition. Okay, I went to this meeting and I protested at this thing. Um, just, like, seeing what you can do to to um, help the, 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 the issue. And I think it's actually good that this is now in the conversation because I feel like years ago, even with my mom, I, and I would talk about uh, my uncle, his, his name is Baby, and I would be like, oh, well, what did he do? Like, I just didn't understand it. It didn't make sense. Right. And then when I got older, because he was in jail for so much of my young life, 
But when she said what he did, I was like, so he went to, and I was like, but he was 15, like, none of this made sense. Yeah. Right. And to see, like, now, years later, we're all like, oh, systematically, this has been a way to suppress the mm-hmm. community. And, like, even with, um, and I just, you know, most, a lot of minorities feel it, the words, but yeah, all races are dealing with this corrupt system. Okay. And, um, yeah, and now I think it's just time to challenge it and, like, you know, yeah. So for me, like donating and like um, BLM meetings and or um, just uh, protesting um, yeah. uh, when appropriate. Well, I think two things that, that jumped out there, when, two words that jumped out almost immediately when you were talking about that right there. Conversation, mm-hmm. having the conversation, and informing yourself. Because, you know, it, it's it's yeah. one thing to show up at a protest and start hollering chants and you, like, really have no idea what you're out there for. Exactly. I love the fact that you said, yeah. I educated myself, mm-hmm. I informed myself, I went to these meetings and I did this. Because I think that if you're going to have the conversation and you have a platform to where your voice can be heard, yeah. you have to be informed yeah. before or you just go out there and start talking. And that's what jumped out to me. Uh-huh. You said when it's the right occasion, at the right moment. Right, right. And and congrats, yeah. kudos, because it is a conversation that needs to be had. And you do have a platform yeah. at this point with the, with the success that you're having. And I commend you for doing it. it it's yeah, a topic definitely. that needs to be addressed. And, you know, it's, it's more than just the people that it's the economic factor that it also plays. The housing of all these yeah. people in jail and the amount of money that that Our takes. Our tax dollars are going to this. Exactly. Have, um, yeah, 13th is like an easy um, Ava DuVernay's documentary. Yes, on, on Netflix, um, yeah. The, um, I think, what is the quote, um, from slavery to an amendment. Like, mm-hmm. just with one amendment, we basically can just um, switch from slavery, like, enslaving. And, like, when you think about the labor, like, they get paid maybe a dollar for days of work, like yep. a whole day work. Yep. And that's just so they can buy simple things that they need, especially if you think of a woman's prison. Like, they don't give them free pads or tampons or... Um, things that women need just to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And when those are tax dollars going for just their meals and their um and their housing. And we're paying for people who have minor crimes from like marijuana in their pockets. Still in California, like people went to jail before it was legal. And we're still paying for, you know, stuff like that. Right, yeah, and they're uh, still in there. It affects all of us. It affects all of us taxpayers uh taxpayers. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. We, I love the approach. We Yep. Love the approach, love the attitude, and, and keep at it because, like I said, I think it's an important issue. I think, it, and, and we need people like yourself out there talking about it. Um, let's lighten it up a little bit. Just a little, just a little. <laughs> let's lighten it up a little bit. Looks like you're a foodie. Yeah, right? I'm, right? I'm curious about this one. You like to cook, or are you just a really, you like to branch out and a big connoisseur? Oh, <laughs> um, I like to try all sorts of food. I mean, I'm definitely, I mean, yeah, I cook a little bit, but I say I'm more on the receiving end. Like, oh, let's go to this spot and try this. Like, I just went to um, this spot in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, called Rosalina, mm-hmm. and they had um, paella. Mm-hmm. And okay. oddly enough, I, have you ever had paella? No, but it sounds it's delicious. Style, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's just like rice, but it's the Spaniard version of rice. Mm-hmm. And it's seasoned with, like, all of these, like, Spanish herbs. And I had it in Spain because I went to Spain. Oh, nice. And that's one reason to travel, just to try mm-hmm. great food. Absolutely. <laughs> like, you're not going to be cooking in your hotel room. All you're going to really do is go 
different exactly <laughs> you gotta try and experience <laughs> the culture yes i love this approach i feel like that's that's the key to travel is is trying food yeah, exactly. i mean yeah honestly also- when you book work, anytime you get to ask, it's like grass and service. Like, mm-hmm. I love when we have the trucks where I can decide what I want. And, you know, like craft a whole little meal together. I mean, sometimes the food isn't, you know, great, but yeah. a lot of yeah. times it's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm jotting, I'm jotting down Janae because you know we're making the move to LA next week. Uh, you know we're relocating, now, and I got, I got your name, so I'm gonna ask you like what oh, wow. spots to find, you know, to eat because I'm a foodie also. Right, so. Like- <laughs> um, so I mean, what type of food do you like? I mean, my, some of my favorite spots. I go to this uh, place called Vegan Cycle, some cafe. They have a really great happy hour. Oh, and, awesome. Uh, um, if you like vegan food at all, you can. Make- even if you don't like vegan food, you'll like their nachos. Like, you'll like uh, some of their smaller plates. And I like their mac and cheese, even though it's there not like grandma's mac and cheese, but it's definitely good. Vegan yeah, because we've been talking about that a lot. We've heard, uh, we've been out there a few times, and we talk. We've heard people say eating clean. People eat clean out there, so we're we're deciding yeah. to change up our whole diet and uh, <laughs> try to eat healthier. <laughs> but you gotta eat clean. I mean, you exactly do eat a little cleaner here than I would say I did in Baltimore, just because there are just more options. Like there yeah. are more. Food, like organic food and most restaurants know the standard now so they're not just dousinated you know vegetable oil right like right. they're gonna you know give you Olive oil, premium. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There. You go. All right. Let's yeah. jump into this because I, 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 like I said, we we cannot stop laughing at this. This was hilarious. I am so excited about this. <laughs> Obama's other daughters. Yes. <laughs> you had your big debut yeah. on Comedy Central recently. Um, <laughs> with, yeah, we did. Yeah, and the timing. Whoever your marketing person is, whoever you guys are, uh, great. Perfect, yeah. The timing was perfect for the Game of Thrones. Uh, the big finale. Um, yeah, this this premise of what would happen if there were black women in Game of Thrones, absolutely priceless. Hell this yeah. was like, I couldn't stop laughing. This was fantastic. <laughs> Oh, yay. Yeah, so let's talk about that. The whole concept, the fact that you guys met on Facebook and kind of pulled this whole thing together and became like this comedy troupe, and then which led to this amazing debut on Comedy Central and everything. Let's talk about that a little bit. And I guess what? The importance of social media. We talk about that all the time. It's so interesting that you guys actually met on Facebook. I mean, it's kind of crazy because I was already um, on an all-female team, but I was the only black woman on my all-female team mm-hmm. um, and, oh, and the improv team. Um, and uh, at the, in the UCD community, it's like, you know, a little bro a um, little um, straight, white, male It's definitely changing, especially UCD. We, they have, you know, diversity scholarships, so they're definitely trying to encourage different people with different POVs and different styles of comedy to mm-hmm. uh, get active in the community. So I do appreciate that. And, um, yeah, one of uh, the girls who ended up leaving the team um, put a post on Facebook and was like, hey, looking for other um, black women who would want to practice comedy together. And at that time, there were there was an all-black guy team um, called White Women, uh-huh. and they were doing improv, yeah, the name is White Women, and it's all black dudes, uh, <laughs> so, like, we were like, of course, our name has to be fun and funny, and right. we have to know that we're black women, so, like, how do we do it, so that's how we came up with the name, we pitched a few ideas, ideas over, you know, mimosas and, um, 
decided, okay, people will know if we are like like a king's daughter or president's daughter and Obama is still the president, it made sense. Absolutely. But yeah, we, um, we, a few of us saw the post on the diversity page and um, decided to meet up and I hosted it at my apartment and I was like, come, come, and I had snacks and we practiced improv and we got a coach and um, yeah, and, and that was, that's how it started, yep. And I mean, somebody posted and we responded and and then um, the Comedy Central thing, I mean, it took years for that to right. fall into place. We had people come to our show and they liked us a lot, but mm-hmm. they didn't really know what to do with us because with improv, it's like, so do you have a script? Right. Um, okay, but you don't have, so you don't have a script. So then mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. like, rushing to, like, get to this guy who was like, I like you guys, but I need a script. And I was like, I'll give you a script in a week. Right. And like- it was not a great script, but it was something. And then after that, <laughs> Um, eventually, um, Lucia and, um, Paul Down, Lucia, Neo, and Paul W. Down mm-hmm. ended up at one of our shows. I saw her at a director workshop that UCB hosted for free nice. for women in comedy, and I went to the director workshop, and I invited her to our show and got her email address and emailed her the details, and then the rest was up to her and Paul, and they showed up. Well, and, um, yeah. That's right. Yep. Well, so let's... Together, and then, yeah. And they work with Tommy Central already from Boston. Very nice. Awesome. Well, look, I mean, obviously, it, it just took off because it's got well over, uh, what, 200,000, yeah, almost right 250,000 views right now on YouTube. Um, it, it's and absolutely, then, yeah. It's, and now this and is. Facebook, we have 600,000 views. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, see, there you nice. go. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. how it'll just blow up, right? Yeah, like seriously. that. I mean, if you if you mm-hmm. find that little thing, and now this is a three part series, is that right? Yes, we do have um, two more sketches coming out this summer, and um, a few other things that we're doing with Comedy Central that are still under wraps. Oh, okay. very nice. Right. Well, that's just an, a reason yeah. to have you back on. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. Yeah. Winter is here. No shit, bitch. That's my favorite line, and the, the reaction <laughs> on everyone's faces is priceless. <laughs> like, like when they cut back to him right. and his look after you after y'all say it, it's just so funny. And from every, I mean, I um, couldn't. I had to watch it numerous times after that because I couldn't hear what y'all were saying because I was laughing so yeah. hard still from no shit, bitch. It's I mean we're all freezing our asses <laughs> off. So funny, and the um, whole toe thing losing I, the I toe. I wish you could see the outtake. <laughs> I bet the outtake, we like cracked up laughing sometimes. It was like one thing I had to step out of the frame that I'm in the frame with her, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm laughing." <laughs> <laughs> so abrupt. <laughs> Oh, the so outtakes great. are always oh. the best, aren't yeah, they? It makes me like I watched the uh, the yeah. Jeffersons thing, the live Jeffersons last night, and when Jamie Foxx lost it and you know messed up that, I mean, you couldn't help but everybody starts laughing. I exactly. mean, sometimes I think that's gold when they just when that happens, it's like the best. Yeah. 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 Well, congratulations so because it's fantastic and it's blowing up. It's yeah. blowing up. <laughs> the next one comes out in next month, right? Yes. Next month is um, I I'm not sure. I know it's this summer. Yeah, okay, now, let, let's talk about what you got coming up, Netflix. Yes, this one. Yeah, I'm so excited about yeah. this one with uh, Ashton Sanders from Moonlight. That's so yeah. epic. Yes, um, Ashton Sanders from Moonlight. Um, his character's name is Ja, and I am his girlfriend slash baby mama, and my character is Shantae. 
And, um, yeah, she's a young mom who is, you know, dealing with a, a young man who's going through a lot. And the, um, the film is Cole. It's um, written by and directed by um, Joe Robert Cole, who uh, co-wrote Black Panther. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it's got some serious yeah. talent yeah. attached. I mean, this is good. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and like I said, the subject matter, you know, like I said, it, it's a it's a guy that's going through some uh, complications and uh, which lead, I guess, and we don't not to say too much, but lead to him committing a crime, committing yeah. a homicide, and all the repercussions uh-huh. that, that come from that. Um, a lot different than the Game of Thrones spoof, right? Like, <laughs> like taking yeah. a totally different direction there. Um, but again, like like we said earlier, you know the 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 wide range of of skill that you have to be able yeah. to pull off both the roles. What, what talk about the experience with Netflix a little bit? Because you know we've had numerous guests on who have who have been in Netflix projects, and they always talk about the freedom that you have with Netflix. They basically kind of like here you go, go make this movie. Um, it, 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 did you yeah. find that to be true? And uh, how was that experience working for Netflix? Yeah. I mean, on this end, I was, um, cause like with Comedy Central at, oh, one of the daughters were executive producers of, um, our sketches as well as actors and writers of our sketches. Um, so with Netflix, um, this Netflix film is a little different because I was hired as a writer and I'm a part of Joe's, um, you know, creative liberties. And Joe, I mean, I felt like, it was a little bit like, okay, go to Oakland, and this is the amount of money you have, and figure it out. <laughs> and they did definitely treat it um, very indie. That's cast and vibe, and that's what the story and the script is very much. Mm-hmm. It's um, the writing uh, guy is the same one from Moonlight. Oh, there you go. So like, it has a tone. Yeah, and we looked. I mean, I looked at like a few playbacks. And I was like, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, I felt like, but yeah, just like we were able to play, and it was. Um, very much a supportive um, set, and Joe is a great director. He's very patient and actor friendly. Um, yeah, fantastic. Um, but, but yeah, I did feel like they did give us the chance to just like play a little bit and not stress because they have so much money in us. This is like they're just throwing money at people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you okay well good yeah. i'm glad somebody said it because that that appears to be the case that they are indeed doing that yeah but i'll tell you what the the, the caliber of film and the caliber of the people that they're attaching and bringing on as far as the filmmakers and and the actors and and everybody involved above the line below the line everybody i mean they're serious about making feature films this whole talk and garbage about these are tv movies no these are feature films and they're attracting some serious people so it's nice to hear somebody say that they were on a project where they were able to do this and it was treated like an indie feature and it was doing that it's nice to hear yeah yeah, well, congratulations. Yeah. When, uh, when does that come out? When can people see that? Um, so right now, I know they just um, closed picture, mm-hmm. and they're doing the last few touches, um, but they said closer to the end of summer. Awesome. Yeah, so soon. Very good, very good. So what do you have coming up beyond that? Um, so I do have a few things coming up with OOV, and... Um, I have a project that's super new that's under wraps that I can't really talk about yet, but um, I just want to make sure it's all confirmed, like, I think it'll be. So, but yeah, so that's what I'm working on. And Obama's as a daughter. And you guys perform. You perform a lot live in L.A., right? Yes, we host a monthly show. So our next show is on um, June 5th at 8.30 p.m. 
in the UTV and her sanctum. Mm-hmm. And it's a free show. Yeah, so we have that coming up. Very exciting. We might uh, we might have to hit that up when we go out there. That's right. Yeah, well, like Logan just said, yeah. we might we might have to come see that. We're gonna be out there by then. That'd be a that'd be a blast to come see it. Oh yeah, it'll be great. Come come check us out. Absolutely. Um, Eight thirty p.m. is a free show, and it'll like kind of get you an intro to the comedy side of the um, acting world out here. Hell yeah. UCB. They have so many shows there, and I'm on a team at UCB as well, a house team. Um, called Duckers. Where I write sketches, mm-hmm. but I don't actually perform. I just write for other people. <laughs> but a lot of people want to try. Yeah, and, uh, all around really talent. Yeah, seriously, all around talent. She writes, you know, acts. I mean, yeah. dances. Like yeah. does all kinds of. What don't you do? She right. Oh, <laughs> 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 you know, and modest, yeah. and she's modest. That's great. <laughs> So where can people follow you? We talked about, you know, the, the importance of social media. Obviously, we want to get your name out there. Where can everybody follow you? You can follow me on Shakira Janae underscore, and my improv team name is Obama's Other Daughters. Awesome. Very nice. Is that on Twitter, Instagram? And on Twitter, you can follow me at Shakira Pay. There you go. Gotcha. Well, we will definitely make yeah. sure to send everybody your way. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this has been an absolute pleasure. You are you are just a gem to talk to, and this has been a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. No, thank mm. you so much. Great <laughs> well, we appreciate it. And uh, anytime, open invite, anytime you want to come back on yeah. to promote a project, we definitely want to have you back on when the film is released and when the next sketch comes out. And like Logan said, I'm pretty yeah. sure we're going to come check you guys out at the live show. Definitely. Yes. Um, and then if you check um, our Instagram at Obama's Other Daughters, you can find the link to our next show if you want to reserve your tickets just to make sure we um, save enough space. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> well, thank you All for right. taking some time out of your busy day okay. to talk to us today. Of course. All right. All right. All right. Take care now. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. She was a fantastic interview. I'm happy we got to talk to her today about some really important stuff. And she is so fun. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. And I just, I mean, to go from that heavy, let's talk about prison reform. Yeah. So, yeah, the best thing about traveling is food. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's fantastic. Oh, my Um, goodness. Yeah, she just, I mean, what an incredible story about, you know, everything about how the comedy came together, Mm -hmm. how the whole approach to the acting came together. Just, yeah, very inspiring. Thank you again, Shakira, for coming on the show.